What's up, everyone? I'm Sasan Chalakin, and this is my partner, Mary Chalakin. And you already know this is double time. Tonight, we got a little bit of a twist to it. We got two guest stars. We got our roommates, the 113 knuckleheads, um, Anthony Flip Sanfilippo, kicker, senior, uh, captain, Ohio Wesleyan football, and Jax Harville, senior quarterback. He's the smart one. Um, so tonight, we got a bunch of hot takes, cold takes. We got a bunch of opinions on a bunch of different topics we think that's going around in the sports world. And to start it off, we have, uh, is Big Ten the new leader in college football? Mohit, do you want to start us off? Yeah, well, um, in my opinion, I do think Big Ten is the new leader. SEC has a few powerhouses, but I think overall Big Ten is, like, through the entire conference has more of a, like, just more of a balanced conference with more powerhouses going through it. Um, I mean, definitely in, like, the history of football, that SEC, well, like, 10 years ago, let's say, SEC's definitely been the powerhouse with, like, Alabama running shit. But uh, now that OSU, like, like you said, we have seven teams in the top 25, OSU at number five, Michigan at, like, seven or ten or something like that. Um... I just think Michigan, or I think the Big Ten is now becoming the ruler of college football. You get what? I think they might be on their way there right now, but until we get two teams in the college football playoff, and nobody's gonna, nobody nationally, like we're all Midwest guys, we're all biased towards the Big Ten, so we want to believe that the Big Ten's back, and I agree they're on the way there. But until, you know, we are nationally given the respect that we think we deserve, I don't think we'll will be named that number one football conference. Well, like, besides those two teams, it's not really... I mean, they have they have two, like, always two powerhouse teams. Always make the the playoffs, but, like, after that, it's just... If, if you would put like the I top five that, SEC teams against the top five Big Ten teams and you had one and one play each other, two and two play each other, three and three play each other, four and four, five and five, who would, be th- who would win three out of two? I mean, I'd say Big Ten. Honestly, because, like, think about it. We have... I don't know about In the, in the past couple of years, Ohio State, Michigan, maybe, I'll say, Michigan and Penn State have uh, been powerhouses in college football in general. And then well, you gotta think Purdue Penn and Michigan State, State just started, lost to who they play, Kentucky, in the bowl game last year. Oh, yeah. I It'd mean, be besides, but, but like, besides, like, let's say Alabama, I don't know who else would really... Cause like let in two I think it was two thousand seventeen, we didn't uh, the Big Ten didn't necessarily make the college football playoffs, but we did go what ten and 0, 10 and one in bowl games that season, which is yeah, the the Big Ten is the high which the was the best, best bowl game like, which was the best bowl game record that year, so personally I think they are the new powerhouse. I think they're on their way, like I said, but I just don't think that nationally we'll be recognized as that for a little bit. Yeah, that's, I mean, through the season, like through the regular season for NCAA, I always feel like there's no shot any Big Ten teams can, besides like OSU in the past few years, can be any SEC teams. But when it comes to bowl games, besides the playoffs, because Alabama's always a powerhouse when it comes to the bowl games Big Ten always plays well around those times and I get it's not like 
it's not Big Ten against Big Ten and like SEC against SEC like it is in the regular season. They're versing other conferences. I just but Big Ten always does well against just other competition around the nation. I think per, so. I think like Alabama and we can bring in the ACC like Clemson into the picture too. I think that they not hear me out. I think they have a much easier road to get to the college football playoffs. Would you guys agree with that? Because the Big Ten, like we said, has seven teams in the top twenty-five right now, and well, that I mean, was one of Alabama's excuses yeah. for playing so poorly in the national championship was they were more for fatigued than Clemson, and I don't. Their schedule I don't, was harder. I don't know about you that. You have a month before the college football yeah, playoff even starts. Don't play that, that card. Man up. Say that you got your ass kicked and move on. Um. All right. That's enough of that one. Um, our, ne- next to- our next hot topic, uh, I know a lot of our fans listening will debate this big time because I did have an argument with a couple of my friends earlier today about this. Uh, hot topic number two, Browns to the playoffs. <laughs> I, yes. I know we got two Detroit Lions fans yes. over here. No. An impartial guy kind of with Jackson Flip is a, a Steelers me. fan. A Steelers fan. Personally... Yes, the Browns have been better, and they look better on paper. Um, I just don't think the pl- wild card. Maybe I just don't think playoffs are in their near future. I'm not. I'm not saying this because I'm jealous of the Browns that they're getting a lot more playmakers than the Lions. I think the Lions will go above 800, but I don't think the Browns will make the playoffs. I think the Browns will have a good season compared to their past years. I just don't think they'll make the playoffs. They were 7-8-1 and one last year. Odell, Odell adds two wins. I guarantee it. I'm telling you this right now as a personal hater of the Browns and absolutely loving how much of a toilet bowl team <laughs> they have been the past 20 years. They are going to make the playoffs, and they will make a run in the playoffs. And I, I hate to say it. I, think I don't have make a run. People soon. say people saying Super Bowl. People saying Super Bowl champions. They need Both to uh, go, I don't know. go. I don't know. Go find somebody to give them a pill. But I hate hearing But I definitely think they'll make the playoffs in a wild card, or I mean, maybe they maybe they win the division. We'll see. But. I think I think they get nine or ten wins and they go to the playoffs. I mean, Baker, nine or ten wins. Ah, that's a that's, ten wins is a stretch. I, I cannot see they, that. They they won the seven Browns. games last year and lost two or three. I, like, I guarantee you they're, they're eleven and five or twelve and four. <sighs> they have a really easy schedule too. I mean, oh, facts. I mean, they. I mean, they're they play in one of the easiest conferences for sure okay, in the now, NFL. That's a cold take. You think so? That's a cold take that they play in one of the easiest conferences in the NFL. It's a it's a warm take, <laughs> lukewarm. Lukewarm room temp. That's it. Not for a minute. Warm. Like a cold shower take or what? Warm shower take. You put the nozzle right <laughs> no. up. I'm just saying. Adding the play, their defense was already solid. Adding the playmakers did on offense. It'll be interesting to see if Baker can do in year two what he did in year one. That I am excited to see. I mean, yeah. On it, um, they're gonna have the most explosive offense in football, behind and then second is the Chiefs. They might have the most exciting. Explosive. I know, I don't think they'll have the most explosive offense. I don't. They're going to have Kareem. Okay, don't don't, don't, don't forget Harvest. about the Saints, all right? I the think Saints they're going to have a lot of. They're sure going to be fun to watch. I don't think they're going to be the most Saints explosive. Saints lost Mark Ingram. That's huge. 
And I don't think what'd you say? Saints lost Mark Ingram. They'll be exciting to watch. I don't think they're gonna be exposed. That two back thing they had was insane. I don't know. I'm. I mean, yeah, like yeah, adding Odell. I had two wins, like Jack said. But honestly, Odell might be a little overrated. If you think, if you just hear me out, because. When I listen to Stephen I don't A, think he had Stephen A. Stephen had that uh, what? <laughs> Stephen A. had him at his th- third best receiver in the league. I would put him at six, fifth or sixth at most. That that who? Is, wow. So Julio Jones, Julio Jones, D Hop, Julio Jones because that that man is a. Freak. You're gonna say something stupid like behind Adam Thielen. No, no, Adam Thielen, but no. Julio Jones because he and Matt Ryan, he's a freak. D Hop because one, he did not drop passes all year. Matt Ryan chokes in Super Bowls. Um, who uh, so then it was Odell, but I think Michael Thomas is better than Odell Beckham, and I think that's a fair point. Um, and then I would put uh, either A B or Tyreek Hill, and then Odell. Oh wow, that's crazy. And then Devontae Adams. Tyreek Hill, Tyree Hill was the coldest take would, you'll hear on today's I would, podcast. Yes, I would put, put Tyreek. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like I mean, it's not. It's not like. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. I mean, we all have cold takes. That was just a really bad one. No, this is like a fact, though. <laughs> um, all right, on to our next one. Uh. Carly Lloyd on kicking in the NFL. We have a kicker here with us, Anthony Flip Sanfilippo. He kicks for the Ohio Wesleyan Battling Bishops. Tony, do you want to take the lead on this one? I do. I thoughts? do. I really, I really do. Okay. Um, I I think that's awesome. She can definitely kick the ball far. Uh, in the video, all right. I want to point this out. It wasn't a fifty-five yarder. All right, she wasn't even on one of the lines or like the I don't even know like the five yard lines. Yeah. Of each one. Yeah. So I don't know how you get fifty five from that. Bro, uh, low key, I'm pretty sure she took more than a regular like three step. She kick. did. She did. She, was, she did, and that's and I get everyone's gonna say like that's not the point. It still was a great kick from what she did. Facts. If if she wants to go out there and take two steps and kick a ball through the uprights and think that she's going to make an NFL team, she is out of her damn mind. And that's facts. I mean, I, I, I mean, mean, also, like, for being such a small... Think like about a, her going in being that such guy's a, locker room with all... That's a different... <laughs> she I, I would think they, would, they probably would get her a different locker room. Facts. Dude, see, room. But, but see, this is what going I, down that line. If she has the fucking leg to this get what, it down there... This is what I'm saying. Her, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think this is. A, I don't think this is. This is what I'm saying. So yeah, so kickers, let's say, like they don't really do much, but they have such a huge impact on the game. They single-handedly can win a game or lose a game for a team. Kickers get harassed if they lose a game for a team. Harassed in the NFL. Will she be able to take Careful that? Where you're going here? I'm just saying, most kickers, most kickers get cut. Some kickers can handle the criticism. Some can't. Hey, and women, she's such a great got, and she's such a great resume too. Their confidence just went out of the roof. They really have. They think that they can do all these things. And I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you right now. You are not kicking that ball through the uprights. Carter My Boy. opinion is that if she has the ability to make a team, screw so it, go do it. That's what I'm saying. Do you? But but she's I, not going to make the kick. I don't think in the you're going to outkick somebody who's 
been doing it their entire life and has a penis. I agree. Oh, I agree with you guys. If she if she can do it, let her do it all for her. I like I'll clap for her, like congratulations. But it's more than just kicking a ball. There's a lot more goes into it than just kicking a football. That's all I'm saying. I'm she's, I'm, a, she's a great resume already. She doesn't need to be doing this. Literally, she, she does not need to be doing a, this. She's a, a thousand <laughs> she's times, lucky done thousand times better she's playing soccer, soccer right player than me, probably every other NFL kicker, you know, anyone else who, like, it's kicks. Probably, probably a better – she's 100% a better soccer player. Stick to that, Carly Lloyd. Stick to playing soccer. We love our female fan base. Um, <laughs> our next – Discussion is going to be about Zeke's contract dispute. Um, so this can go both ways, honestly. Should Zeke just take the contract they're giving him, or should Dallas pay up? <coughs> I think, honestly, Dallas, even though Zeke is kind of a dumbass and is just a moron publicly, I think Dallas should still pay up because that's their that's the face of the organization right now. He's He wins games for him. They're not going to get a better running back than him anytime soon. They should pay up because they're not really paying. Uh, I mean, yeah, they got Amari Cooper, Dak, uh, Demarcus, uh, something. I forget. I forget his last name. And a couple of old linemen that they pay really highly. But Zeke is your money maker. You should just you should pay him up. I'm honestly. just tired of these NFL players. That's what bro. I'm saying. That's what I was gonna play the play. game. Do what you love. You're making money. You're making millions and millions of dollars every year to go out and like. I mean, the wear and tear. You should get paid like sufficiently for like what you're doing to your body. But A B filing two grievances to wear his old helmet, Yeesh. saying he's not going to come back. Zeke Elliott. They say they they've offered him contracts that would make him the top three paid running back. Like. In the in the league right now, like they're using Le'Veon Bell's deal as a like as a how to, and yeah. he's still he's still holding out. I'm like, dude, come back! Like they're we're all just losing, being we're just petty losing, babies, we're losing, like, man. Too many, well, not, not too many yet, but I just don't like where it's going. And we're gonna start losing too many great players that the NFL needs to be on the field, like to be playing, just so it makes the organization look better. But instead, they're holding out to get. Ten more million dollars. Like Le'Veon waited an entire year just so he could get paid. AB's being, being the biggest prima donna right now, just so he can get what he wants. Then like, and the trend is just gonna keep growing and growing, and it's, beca- it's gonna all become about- more annoying and more annoying like, <coughs> viewers for the NFL. And it's just, it's just everyone's becoming so like. Players are trying to take the power back in the league. Yeah. Like historically, it's been, dom- it's been dominated by owners and all that stuff, and I respect that. But there's a line. I feel like like you're still like playing the game that you love, and like they're sac- like, I don't. I just don't like what's going to on me, right now. To me, honestly, so I know I agreed with just pay Zeke, but now I'm thinking also these GMs got a job to do. They got to give money to their stars. And make sure they got enough cap space and all this. I'm not a fucking general manager, so I don't know all the details that go into being a GM and paying people. But they got to make room for other players and uh, keep different scenarios open so they can have a future as well. But uh, 
They're they're mad about the amount of money that they're making because they see all these basketball players, Facts. the yeah. contracts that they make, how much more they get. I know that's you only have to you only have to pay fifteen basketball players. You have exactly. to pay fifty three yeah. NFL players. Like <laughs> yeah. it's a totally well, like, different ball. I mean, and like I and they know what they're getting into when they start like like everyone knows that football does not get paid as much as those other sports. So if that if money is your big issue and you want to be Go professional. Baseball, yeah, baseball or well, basketball, like, like and like for an organization to go through this. I mean, Jerry Jones is probably one of the best, peop- best to managers it. to handle this because he's been he's he babies through him. it all. I mean, he's one of the best to do. It. I think Jerry Jones might be holding out just for the freaking publicity. Yeah, yeah. Jerry, 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 probably, probably gonna be so much Jerry Jones is a dirt ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he, know, he knows exactly what he's doing. He is the he's one of the best GMs in the league. All, he, all he publicity lost, is good. He publicity. lost the Hall of Fame coach because his ego got too yes, big. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jimmy Johnson should have been there for years, yeah. and they couldn't work together, so we got rid of him. Dude was a dirt. Dude's man. a money maker, though. Let me tell you. <laughs> exactly He's got like one of those rooster chins too. He got a little <laughs> gobble a, under there, you know. Yeah, you I know that boy shy. can afford the plastic surgery. You just can look can at that dude. And you know you can't that. trust him. Fucking snake. <laughs> His teeth are pretty yellow too. That's, yeah. Oh, oh man. All right, our last topic of the night. Um, well, well, it's kind of a two-parter. So we'll start with part one. We're gonna talk about Andrew Luck and his decision to retire. Uh, we have. Senior quarterback Jax Harville with us here, so we'll let Jax Harville take the lead on this one. Any thoughts? Just about his decision in general. Just yeah, just about his decision, not about uh, anything else that happened. I mean, it is like I mean, you got to make the best decision for you. Like I get, like people are. I don't, I don't love the timing. I don't love that it was week four of the preseason <laughs> when he decided to retire. It's kind I of think, low blow. I think that sucks, uh, especially, I mean, for the whole Colts, or, oh, Colts organization. You're going through all preseason thing. you're going to have this guy. Like, hopes are pretty high for what was going on uh, in Indianapolis and stuff like that. So the timing I don't I don't love. I think he could have done it um, earlier. I don't feel like this probably just got sprung on him in the in week four of the preseason. I think he knew about it earlier and could have made a decision before that. Um, but, I mean, you got to do what's best for you. Right, I mean, football is a tough game. You're getting your head bashed in as a quarterback. D linemen are chomping at the bit to clean your clock. Like, I mean, you got to make the decision that's best for you. And if he like legitimately was not enjoying the game anymore, then he should have stepped away like he did. But like I said, week four of the preseason probably wasn't the most optimal time to do that. Honestly, I mean, definitely Division three football and <clears throat> professional football are way different. But How? feeling <laughs> feeling my body after games. And my brother and Jack's gonna attest to this, and Flip not so much because he doesn't do re- really do that much because he's literally a the hardest worker on the team. Um, our bodies, we just like it's like a game almost. What what new mark can you find on your body, or what stings when you get in the shower, or what what hurts when you touch it after games? And honestly, now that he's not gonna have that anymore, and now, now that he's gonna be able to recover and get right, maybe we'll see him back in a couple of years. I don't know. Who knows? I definitely would not shut the door on his career. I, I think he definitely. Could maybe he just needs back. to get his mind right. You but know? as for the fans booing him, is completely that's trash. Completely some ridi- bullshit. Completely ridiculous. It's complete trash. They're like they like <laughs> fans think professional athletes are like action figures that they can do. Endless, like they can do endless things with their body for endless amounts of time and not like get worn down at all. Like they can just keep going and going just for their pleasure. Like they forget that these people are actual humans. 
Andrew Luck is one of the people that I respect retiring after being hit that much too, yeah, though, because he's been game such game. a stand-up like player, like you know, not getting in trouble, you know, just saying the right things and everything. Uh, uh, Matt Stafford might be, I don't know. I just know he's not a top five quarterback. That's a different topic um, for a different day. But like you know, Barry Sanders went off on his own terms. Gronk went out yep. on his own terms. You know, they were all like respectful. But like, if someone goes and retires because their helmet isn't what they want, or you know they're yeah, not getting paid enough, you know, then my respect, you know, or I have less respect for him. But the way he did it, even though I probably wouldn't have done it week four of preseason, I agree with you there. For the reason he did it, though. Yeah, the reason he did it and the way he carried himself, you know, I I'm not that mad at him for how he did it. Facts. All right. That's all we got for you guys tonight. Hope you enjoyed. The 113 Gut Street Knuckleheads. Thanks for having me. I've come to an end Thanks for being on this on podcast. Flip. And Jax. And Jax. Uh, have a good night. This was Double Time. Hope you enjoyed. Peace.